Houston, are you there? Come in, Houston. <laughs> I am here, man. What's going on? <laughs> What's up, y'all? Conferences podcast here on a Monday. Josh, Longwood, Florida. Houston over there. San Antonio, Texas. This, I'm still, I mean, I know we've had Anchor for about a month or so, and I'm still kind of getting used to, it's weird how Anchor starts, at least through the app. I, I've ne- yeah. I actually have not used the, uh, the desktop version of Anchor, which may be easier, but I actually, I love you know, have my hands kind of free. I'm actually sitting in the garage right now and I've got the, you know, I got my phone up. I, I can, I don't know, I just feel more free using, using the app. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if it's really as simpler than desktop, but it's weird, but it's strange because when you invite someone to join you, like, I, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, like I sent you the link and then it just starts and like you're there. It's just, Oh, Houston is connected. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I, I guess we're recording now. <laughs> <laughs> it's of, nice though. Yeah. Like, cause I'm, uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm sitting out here on my back deck, getting a little sun, looking at the trees. It's nice, man. So, yeah, I'm not stuck to the, the desktop upstairs. So, I like it. It's kind of nice, man. I was going to try to go outside here, but, dude, it's Florida. And uh, not only is it boiling hot, they're doing yard work all morning. It's about to pour rain again. Like, it's been, we've been getting so much rain. Good for my grass. My grass needed it. But uh, getting a ton of rain. And, uh, I don't know, it's just Monday. All the yards get mowed. And I'm like, man, I want to sit out back on the porch. But, uh I don't want to have any uh, any lawn equipment interrupting our awesome podcast. <laughs> I want it's a good thing. To check. I was because uh, you know we, we we text pretty much every single day. Uh, yeah. You know, and uh, but I don't know if we've actually spoken in a couple of weeks. Uh, it's been so crazy. So I want to check in with you. Mm. Obviously, I know uh, that your your life is kind of uh, kind of crazy right now because you got your little duder who is uh, going going on uh-huh. almost two months. But at this point, yeah. Yeah, it'll be uh, two months. What is today? Monday. Yeah, two months tomorrow. Actually, oh, wow. Yeah, which is crazy. Or eight weeks, you know. Uh, you know, it depends how you measure it. Technically, yeah. I get, well, no, I take it back. Seven, it'll be seven weeks, I think. So next week, you'll be two months. Got it. So, but yeah, man. Yeah, he's, it's going by quick. That's for sure. Yeah, I noticed you sent me uh, a picture the other day of him kind of wedged in between the, the pillows. And I was like, hey, honey. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was, it was really funny because I was like, uh, it, it, you can just tell how much he's grown. I, I don't know how, yeah. how much it may be different for you because, you know, obviously you see him every day, but I, you know, me seeing pictures every few days, it's crazy how big they get. And it reminds me, I have a picture on my, uh, my fridge of, of Dexter. He's, uh, he's my three-year-old who's pretty big for a three-year-old. <laughs> the picture, it's like the day he came home and he's sitting there like in my lap and he's like the size of a football. It's, it's crazy <laughs> how, how fast yeah. they grow, man. It is, yeah. Especially like, I, so I didn't know this before. We had uh, this this little guy that, you know, their birth weight. They leave the hospital a little less than their actual birth weight, so they lose some weight when they yeah. come out. Um, so he actually once we brought him home. So yeah, looking back on those pictures now, it's easy to tell. I mean, he's not like huge at this point. He still probably needs to gain a little bit of weight, but compared to those first few days, it's. Crazy. It's crazy, man. It's it's unbelievable to look yeah, at. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so how is uh, I mean everything? Is he sleeping through the night? Is he is he getting better? I know you said he was he was kind of a, kind of crazy at night, which which all newborn. I mean, every <laughs> new set of parents goes through. Oh, yeah. Is it getting better? Are, are you getting any sleep? Like, how's it going? He's getting better uh, for sure. He now this is easy for me to say. I don't have to wake up every hour <laughs> yeah. and a half or two hours to feed him necessarily at this point, but um, he is getting better. Uh, he's sleeping for sometimes multiple hours in a row. So that allows Natalie to get some sleep. Um, so he's getting better. Definitely not sleeping through the night. You know, st- we're still 
um, doing the breastfeeding thing. So she's got to yeah. get up every couple hours uh, when he gets hungry and a little fussy. But we're getting more sleep at this point. And um, Natalie's doing, obviously, most of the work. But, you know, overnights, um, she's, you know, right next to him and whatnot. So she's doing the, the heavy lifting overnight. So I'm trying to pick up my slack uh, during the day, you know, playing with them, walking them around the house taking them for yeah. drives, those kind of things. Because overnights, man, that's that's tough for her to get any sleep. But he's definitely uh, getting better over the last week or so. Um, and I think we've been learning how to best <laughs> cope or handle with them. Handle them. Uh, so, yeah, he's, he's getting better, go. man. He's doing pretty good. It always gets easier. It always gets easier. Uh, so let's just uh, uh, jump uh, right into it, if that's cool. We, had a few, I mean, we haven't had a chance to podcast. And, God, it's been a few weeks. Maybe it's maybe a month. Um, it's been a while. But, obviously, the schedule's yeah. been kind of crazy. Uh, you got the got the newborn. Yeah. Uh, I'm still juggling between uh, trying to find a job and taking care of the boys while my wife works, and doing part time daycare and full time school and all this kind of stuff. And so it's been a, uh, it's been uh, it's been insane. It's, it's actually crazy to think that we're approaching mid September. This this year is actually it's weird, man. All things considered, is actually flying by. I mean, dude, it's it's foot. We just had the it first weekend of pro football for Christ's sake. <laughs> and, it's weird. You know, here's the weird thing is like, I'm a huge, we all know this at this point. I'm a huge, yeah. huge college football fan. And when Saturday rolled around, I didn't even know that it was like a full slate of college football. It was weird. That is so, a yeah, you're fantastic segue because I was just going to ask you, we'll start with college and I'll get into pro. Now college, uh, you know, again, like you said, full slate of games this week, you know, game days back. And it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's not the mm-hmm. same, obviously, but it's it's great that football is back. It's a huge part of our culture, especially like obviously for uh, you know you and I and our friends and, and everything, and, and part of our just our history. Like we just, we love football, we love everything about it. Um, I mean, I know I'm a homer for the SEC, but let and, and you being also <laughs> the co-host of an excellent college football podcast, you would know you're the aficionado. <sighs> let's let's face it, man. Is College football is not really back until the SEC starts playing. I mean, am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, come on. Yeah. No, no, no. You're you're exactly right. That's that's what's funny is when I when I Saturday morning I saw someone tweeted out like <laughs> game day and about? I was like, what? <laughs> so I pu- I pulled up the uh, the schedule, college football schedule, and it was it was like not good. And I think a lot of that is because the SEC, yep. no SEC teams were playing. I think it's what two two Correct. weeks from yeah. Saturday that they'll be playing. So yeah, it's it's not the same, and and I know that SEC homers get a lot of heat um, because they've been the dominant conference oh, for on, what fifteen years come at this on. point at least. But it's true, it's true um, for a reason. So yeah, it's not quite back. It was weird to to watch and to read about a lot of these games when the Gators don't play for two more weeks. You know, so it's very. Uh, although, side note, happy to see oh. FSU lose. So. <laughs> Oh my goodness! That's <laughs> good way to start the season. season. But yeah, I, I agree. Not quite back. Yeah, to yeah it's just, just, it just doesn't feel. It wasn't. Yeah, there was definitely like a lack of uh, excitement. I think. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I right. Agree. Again, I know I'm a, I'm a Gator guy. I'm an SEC guy. So maybe, of course, I'm a little biased. But it definitely didn't feel the same. In fact, uh, we took the boys out on Saturday, and then we actually had an early dinner. Um, Right, like we went out. It was like four thirty-five o'clock. We went to a little pizza place. Yeah. Um, it's got a ton of TVs. All the games are on, and the place like wasn't like no one's watching the TVs. I'm like, man, if this was SEC Saturday, yeah. this place would be slammed right now. And people like you know watching everything. Yeah, so I'm like, of it's not the same, man. Like, <laughs> it's 
It's it, well, like what's the slogan they use? Like it's different down here, yeah, or something like that. You know what I'm talking about, like, but true. it's it's true, you know. Yeah, so yeah, it's very true. I'm There's no denying for, it. for college. Uh, well, for SC to come back, I'm glad the Gators are gonna are gonna be back in a couple of weeks. I'm sure we'll do many many uh, recap podcasts on on everything. They actually jumped up in the polls, number five in the AP oh, yeah. poll. Um, it's gonna be an exciting year. I'm really uh, looking forward to it. I know uh, it's kind of a bummer. We had we had some some cool plans. We had to kind of rearrange a little bit. We still got the plans. Still gonna gonna hook up, but we're, we're gonna go. We have this whole away game uh, thing we're trying to get going. That uh, we have to postpone. Maybe I'll have to do uh, do that actual like attend the game next. Hopefully by next year things are kind of normal and we're back in stadiums and things. So we'll do that next year. Um, yeah. Uh, skipping over to the pro uh, pro football action. I came back yesterday. Uh, a lot of good games yesterday. Had a lot of fun watching the games. Uh, my wife was very generous. Uh, I, know, I, I was at home cooking most of the day, um, which I'm not gonna not to get too sidetracked. But I I smoked a pork butt yesterday, a pork shoulder, <laughs> and it, it's probably the best smoke uh-huh. I've done since I've had that thing. It's pretty damn good. It was it was. Woo. What was the uh, what was the recipe or the technique? I did How it for was five it hours, and then I and then I covered it in foil for about wow. another hour. Um, got it to almost two hundred degrees. Okay. Shredded it up for some tacos. Oh God, it was good, man. That's important, mm, man. Mm. Even the boys and the boys are super. That sounds they good. Eat, they only eat like chicken and hot dogs and, and like mac. And they're boy, but uh, even yeah. they they like it. So um, anyway, that's for a different huh. podcast. But but so anyway, so I got so I got to watch a lot of the pro football <laughs> action. And uh, uh, great to have it back. Uh-huh. I wanted to see how you felt about everything. I know it's it's weird with the the the. No- <laughs> I sent you a I sent you a text like my the TV I have isn't out back. It's not the like the it does the trick. Not the best TV in the world, but it does the trick. That's on my back porch. Yeah. But the sound isn't the best, and the goddamn fake crowd noise was so loud that I could barely hear the commentators. And I'm like, <laughs> come on, dudes. So I just want to get your take. Uh, I, yeah. So I. I watched a lot of football yesterday. I was I was lucky. Brooks uh, nice. took a really long nap. Actually, I you know might have partaked in well, some betting well, on some naturally. games. So I really was uh, had a vested interest. Um, it worked <laughs> out, by the way. But anyways, um, I yeah we might have talked about this last time. The crowd noise thing. I thought I was going to hate really? it. I didn't mind it. I think they, I thought I thought they did a pretty good job on like when the home team air quotes, you know, does something good. They would pipe in cheers and whatnot. I, I didn't mind it. It wasn't as bad as I thought. Um, it, it was kind of cheesy. And one of the games, I, I think it, I think it was the, uh, Dolph. I was watching mm-hmm. the Dolphins Patriots game or whichever game Joe Buck was on. And they kept making little jokes about like, Oh, the crowd's really getting into it and stuff like that. And I thought that was kind of funny mm-hmm. that they were they were playing up kind of the cheesiness of fake noise. I didn't mind it, man. I actually, um, I, I thought I was going to totally hate it, but I didn't. One, I didn't notice it in a bad way, and two, I yeah, actually it's weird, it, it. it bothers me. But I also like, I'm not sure yeah. what that this is why I would lose the argument because someone would would no, what's the alternative like to have it just quiet and have the guys talking yeah. and hear like I don't I don't know how that would be I mean, maybe some <laughs> or what they should do put yeah. on the you know dun 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 have the music in the background like some adventure music that'd be badass <laughs> yeah um, that would be cool yeah yeah it was uh it, you know it, it was uh it was a fun uh, fun slate of games. Uh, I had another point to make that just escaped my head. Hopefully, it comes back. But uh, yesterday was a pretty good day for uh, yeah. for Gator Gator defenders. Man, I got a couple a uh, uh, couple of highlights from uh, C.J. Henderson, Janoris Jenkins. Got some big playmakers, baby. Uh-huh. Gators looking good in the NFL. Yeah, a little the DB might be might DBU be. after all. Pick six, at, at least one pick yep. six. C.J. Henderson with the, kind of the game clinching 
pass breakup. Uh, very yeah, good Gen- day, Janoris I think, for the Gators overall. Like yeah. Janoris Jenkins, yep. I, I think overall, too, for the NFL, yes. it was good. I liked seeing all the division rivalry games yeah, agree. week one. I mean, watching New Orleans, Tampa Bay, you know, uh, division game, I like that. New England, Miami, there was tons of those across the league. I like how they started off strong. I thought it was a successful day for the NFL. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think it was a well, I think it was well done. Uh, good matchups. It was really fun. I mean, you, oh, when you when you have opening weekend, you get, you know, Tom Brady against Drew Brees, Tom Brady's new team. I'm like, all right, this yeah. is going to be interesting. What a crazy Wasn't that weird though? Was that weird to <laughs> yeah, watch? Yeah, I watched Did you watch it like, that uh, I was kind of off and on between the kids and cooking, but yeah. I had it on in the back and I, was, yeah. I watched as much as I could. And uh <laughs> I love your tweet, dude. It's like is Tom Brady wearing sunglasses inside the dome? Like, oh, what? Watch out. <laughs> Yeah, it was a weird. That was a weird one, and also, um, so my my wife Natalie is a yes. big Panthers fan. So Cam Newton obviously yeah. had a successful run with the Panthers, and now he's on the Patriots. It was yes. so weird. So I watched the entire. So I'm a Dolphins fan. I watched the entire Dolphins mm-hmm. Patriots game. It was so weird to see him in that uniform, and then to see in contrast with the next time slot Brady in the Tampa Bay. It was so weird, man. This this is a very with all the other strange stuff that's going on with sports in 2020, it, that was the contrast of seeing Cam in the Patriots and Brady in the Buccaneers uniforms. Very weird, man. But it was it was good. It was an entertaining Sunday. Yeah, and I sure. think they did. I don't know if this is done on purpose, but I think. Uh, oh, I remember my other thing now. Um, I, I don't know if done on purpose, but I, I feel like there were a lot of like tight shots of the field, so you couldn't see the seats. And I think I, I think if that was done on purpose, yeah. that was that was really well done. Because some, sometimes you have to have some wide shots, and you see the empty stadium, and you're like, Ugh, just looks weird. But the mm-hmm. tight shots of the field, I thought were good. Um, do you, I, I don't know this, and, and you actually uh, might, and I, I probably should know this. Um, when they do the, uh, the the fake crowd noise, is that pumped into the stadium for the players as well? Do you know? I don't. I, I have no idea. Like, what are the players? Is it so the players just no quiet like I, each other? Yeah, I don't think it's in the stadium. I think it's just uh, for TV purposes only. I, I could be wrong, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's just. Uh, That's crazy to think TV. about. Like, what a di- what a difference it's gonna make in in the games. You know what I mean? Because like people don't take into account really all, all the crowd noise and and plus. You know, when you're the home team and the crowds get you pumped up, like you play differently. I, I would imagine all these uh-huh. guys would play differently. Like it's just, it's gotta be weird. Especially, it, it's got to impact. Co- Me and Natalie were talking about this yesterday. College, it's oh, got to be a huge deal. Like, imagine going to play at LSU and there's no fans in yep. there. Like, it's not the same. Or going to the swamp and there's, you know, I know some colleges and some even some pro teams I think are going to have uh, some people in the stadiums, but it's it the home field advantage is not even close to the same at this point. You, we've seen that in the NBA playoffs, which I think they've done yeah. a good job in the bubble. Uh, but the whole, there's no such thing as home court or home field did, advantage uh, at this point. We, really. actually, we, we had to get rid of, uh, sadly, we had to get rid of our, our Disney annual passes because uh, yeah. it's too hard to get in anymore because they do, they do like a reservation system and it's too hard to get in. Plus, you know, with COVID and everything, it's just like that. Nah. So we're uh, getting a refund. So if I, I did take uh, my son one day. I took him an afternoon uh, in the middle of the week one day when, when we knew it would be super dead mm-hmm. and um, did Disney one last time. And we actually drove by the Wild World Sports. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, LBJ's in there somewhere. And he's like, what? I'm like, I'm like nothing. Like, yeah. Come on. But I'm like, hey, he's right there. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I'm like, they're all right there. Like, they're right over there. Holy shit. Yeah, it's weird. 
it's weird that they're all in the same place at the same time you know i would love to go Uh, walk through there and see what's going on so i want to ask you one more quick thing i know we're going uh, a lot on football but uh um, you just said you watched the game. You're a Dolphins fan. Uh, what, what is what is your reaction? Uh-huh. Dolphins had a, a late, you know, the, the uh, uh, Patriots had a, a, a third quarter fumble through the end zone. Had a, hu- a huge break for Dolphins. Yeah. Came back and scored. And like, uh oh, making it interesting. But what's your what's your thoughts on the fourth quarter progression? Yeah. What happened with the Dolphins there? Uh, you know, they don't have enough offensive uh, firepower. We knew that coming into the season. I don't want to see. I like Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's he's a cool guy, interesting guy. But I think the fact that he threw a couple bad interceptions uh, will pro- you know progress quickly. The fact yeah. that Tua is going to be the starter, he's going to be the starter probably week three nice. or four if I had to predict. Uh, especially if Fitzpatrick has another week like he did. Um, again, it, it, I hate to say that because I, I like the guy. He seems cool. Um, but it, it's time for Tua at this point. Uh, give him a few weeks to get his feet wet in the NFL. I, I was hoping to see yeah. him take a couple snaps yesterday, which he didn't do. Uh, but they need to go ahead and – I'm on the fence about, like, throwing a guy in too early versus waiting too long. I don't know what the proper strategy is there. But I, I like our coach, Brian Flores, mm-hmm. seems legit. Um, our defense looks yeah. pretty good at times. The Dolphins, I think, are on an good. upward trajectory – and, and once Tua gets up and running, uh, we'll be all right. We've been waiting a long time to have a, a solid, decent team, and I think that that team is coming. So I'm, I'm happy nice. for the future. Well, uh, my my pro team is the Broncos. They play tonight, but it's late. Uh, well, it's the late game here in the East Coast, and so I was pumped. I'm like, all right, Monday Night Football, sweet. And then I saw the time, yeah. 10, 20 p.m. Like, cool, okay, cool. I'll see how I tomorrow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I know. That's so Dude, lame, right? Why? why Dude, I'm is getting that? so old that? now. I think you and I discussed this actually when I when I was up uh, when I was over in San Antonio last. But even even when the Gator games are eight o'clock, I'm like, oh man, that's so <laughs> so late. <laughs> I know. It's funny because I'm always hoping that the Gators have uh, night oh, games because awesome. night games oh, are dude, cool, when you're especially there, in the swamp or at LSU or whatever. But yeah, like I don't want to stay up that late and, and watch these oh, games anymore. It's ridiculous. With the newborn, man. dude. Oh my goodness! Because you're, you're starting to fight. Yes. Like, oh, should dude. I stay up? Uh, it's fourth quarter. Should I go to bed? You're like baby's gonna be up all night long. <laughs> Tough, man. Got to make got to make sacrifices. Yeah. So. I didn't watch. I tried to watch. Who was the late game yesterday? Dallas and Dallas, somebody. LA. LA. Uh, I watched like half of the first quarter. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, all right, totally. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but. But football's yeah, back. Yeah, we, we really it. need it. Love I mean, nothing, uh, you know, nothing brings people together like uh, sports. And like, man, we need sports so bad right now. And it's good that, you know, f- football really um, is, uh, you know, such a big part of the culture. Even though, obviously, baseball, we've discussed, it's, it's the, the best sport in America's pastime. But I, I feel like that, that foot, being yes. in the fall, like, people list, knowing that football was coming and now it's here. Like, it's, it's something that uh, people need to rally behind right now. And, uh, yeah, a great, really fun yeah. uh um, you know, it, like, like, like we said, to recap this, when college, when SS, when the SEC is back in a couple of weeks, college will be in full swing. It's going to be great. But um, NFL had a, had a really good opening weekend, ton of fun, lots of great games. Uh, really, really good, really well done. Um, really, uh, really, yeah. uh, really good stuff. All right, let's uh, fast forward, if you don't mind. I want to talk about the book. Uh, for those that don't know, um, oh. we have a book. Well, I'm sorry. You, you have a book that uh, – that's uh, the uh, we've uh, been helping to uh, promote and get out there. Um, it's called uh, "Looking at 40: A Most Meaningful Year." Really cool thing you did, where you you 
started the book uh, day one of age 39, ended it day one of age 40. So a uh, really comprehensive look, no pun intended, on your, uh, on your year. Um, you know, you really focused on finding meaning in the mundane. Really cool for people to look at. Uh, I like you, you coined the term motivational memoir. Excellent way to describe it, I think, uh, for people um, to check out. Um, you know, really, especially as you're approaching midlife and, and things are kind of crazy and, and you're looking at kind of, now you're pushing the back end of your life, but really looking around you and, and mm -hmm. finding appreciation and finding meaning and finding purpose in things that you may not have noticed uh, in your youth. So I know I'm taking, I'm <laughs> taking all the glory away from me, but um, uh, we, we need to work on, once I start working again, I want, we need to get some, uh, I know we're, we're talking about doing some videos. Um, I made kind of a, like uh -huh. a generic video, like a test video um, with, uh, with iVideo. Um, yeah. I think I want to invest in some uh, like video production stuff. Um, I, I talk okay. a lot. Oh, good. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a good idea. We, yeah, we've been talking about making these videos and that's on me. I gotta, I gotta make some of these things, but, but yeah, we gotta get some like professional level production quality stuff. If we want to, like, I think I, I know there, we talked right? about doing Fiverr, but I, I, I really believe, like I see, like this happens all the time um, where I'm, I'm going to my Facebook and like a, a video will pop up for some, like whatever it could be like a lawyer or something. And it's like, the well, they're not all shitty, but some of them are, are but I'm like, man, yeah, like yeah. if we had some, you know, like a, an, an app or a program or something like there's probably some stuff out, out there that's probably not super expensive. Like we could totally do it on our own, man. Like I really think we could and not have to pay someone oh, to produce sure. it. And, but I was listening to a, listening to a, lot, a lot of Gary V lately. Um, and uh, he's big on those videos, man. So um, he's all about, you know, making the yeah. video content and, uh, you know, getting out there. He's big on Facebook and LinkedIn. He, he's, he's been saying that LinkedIn is like the secret weapon right now. Um, yeah, I, you know, I kind of messed around. I put one video on mm -hmm. LinkedIn. This was months ago when I was looking for my uh, yeah. editor for the book. And I, I put out a video like saying, hey, if you guys know editors, you know, let me know. And it, that post, that one post that was a video got probably more reaction, more response on LinkedIn than any other post I've ever done. Like, I, it's weird because I, I don't post a lot on LinkedIn, yeah. but I share a lot of stuff and, you know, make little comments here and there. And it really doesn't get much action. But that one video uh, got quite a bit of reaction, even from folks who, you know, obviously I'm connected with, but I'm not friends with or right. talk to on a daily basis, those kind of things. So, yeah, I think video might be, yeah, might be the way to go. Yeah, I want to get, uh, get some stuff. Um, you know, maybe we should start pricing out and you know, get a couple ideas, you know, and then once uh, – Hopefully someday I, I, <laughs> I work. I realized the other day, I'm like, dude, I haven't worked because my last day at the office, I turned on my computer. My furlough started May 31st. Uh -huh. I'm like, dude, I've, I've spent the entire summer uh -huh. like at home. Like looking, it's like summer vacation. <laughs> yeah. Well, same for me. So I've been on parental leave. So Brooks was born yeah. uh, July 21st. So I started my parental leave, I think on the 20th. Um, cause that's when, you know, we had to go to the hospital and I haven't worked since, uh, July 20th and it's been, I, I don't know how I'm going to go back to work, man. It's going to be, it's going to be tricky. I, it's weird. It seems like normal life right now, which obviously it's not, but it's going to be, it's going to be a struggle. I, I back, have to agree sure. not to get up on that tangent, but I'm, I, I feel the same. Like I know I need to work and I've, I've, I've been very lucky. Like I've had a lot of interviews and so uh, I haven't had, I mm -hmm. still have not been selected. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I did lie. I do want to say I want to rant. I want to rant. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm, I'm hijacking the podcast. <laughs> Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. 
but but here's what no, no, that's what it's all about okay, so um i think i mentioned i had an interview with a, a local agency i had two interviews and i actually got all the way to the ceo and it was, mm-hmm. it was doing i was looking it was going really well and this is a it was a really cool local agency that's done a lot of really cool things and i was like man this could be good for the resume good for the career good for my um you know just just everything it's the, my advancement learning skills that's everything so um I got all the way there and uh, I hadn't heard back or anything. And so I, I reached out to the recruiter, like, hey, just checking in, haven't heard back, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, so I finally hear back and they're like, oh, well, you haven't been selected to move on the process because uh, looking for, looking for someone that has more professional experience in the field of social media, which, which is, I totally get it. But what's frustrating is that my social media experience didn't come up in any of my interviews like never, never i'm like oh. i mean i have, a, I have some i don't have it you now i don't live in social media but i have i do have you know i did run social some social media for some like my past uh my past professional experience and i'm like okay i just would have been nice if that was addressed especially if that's going to be a decision maker and say okay josh isn't moving right. on because of this I'm like well i could have you know and so i have been reading some tips like okay well if you're denied your job and it's one you really like you, you should reply and tell them why you want to be there but i'm, I'm kind of stubborn and i'm like I, I hate chasing people i'm like you know f huh. them I'm like whatever fine go yeah. get some other stupid. yeah I'm like, I was yeah really i'm the same way I'm, like, Dude, I'm the same way oh my goodness anyway i just probably because like they never never once yeah. did it come up I'm yeah like, okay, it, that's maybe you should that should be a highlight of your interview process so do you feel like that's a sign that we've talked about this i don't know about on podcasts previously but i know you and i have talked on the phone about this is a lot of these people are just putting these jobs up because they have to, but they already Possibly. know who they're going to hire. Do you get that feeling? Uh, yeah. I get that feeling a lot. I apply for, so I'm at a, yeah. a big company and I apply for internal jobs um, every now and then. And a lot of them, like I just get denied off, even though I'm totally qualified, at least in my opinion, uh, I get denied quickly without a, phone call or a follow-up email or whatever. So I, I feel like they are mandated by some kind of regulations to post these jobs, but they already know who they're going to hire. That's the Possibly feeling. I've definitely have been uh, passed up for jobs that I thought I was perfect for. Like, I, I mean, I don't expect to get an offer for every job, but I do. There are sometimes I put it, I put it up and right. I see something. I'm like, Oh man, I should, I had to at least get like an, an email or a call back on this one. Like there's some like, okay, no, and then, then I get nothing. Um, yeah. Yeah, that gets frustrating. I had something else. I had another point I was going to make about this that just escaped my mind. Hopefully, I'll come back. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it's been the whole, the whole job search has been uh, been quite interesting. It's it's a yeah, it's a bitch, it's, uh, that's for sure. That, that 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 really kind of frustrated me with the, the oh, and then what happens yeah. sometimes is I will apply for a job that I I'm certain I'm I'm pretty qualified for. Um, oh, I remember when I was in San. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Um, I'm fairly qualified for certain jobs, and then I, um, I I apply, and then there's no, I don't get a call back, there's no nothing. Then like a couple months go by, then the job like mm-hmm. reposts. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> I, I know I'm qualified, and you obviously didn't find who you wanted. Like, what? Right. How did I not? Whatever. Um, but I think a lot of times some of these jobs, like at least on on Indeed, it'll act, like when you apply through Indeed, it'll ask you questions, and and sometimes they'll say do you have a, a bachelor's degree, which I don't, I don't have one. I was mm-hmm. pursuing one and uh, I was very lucky. I was working in, uh, at Clear Channel at the time and I got offered a full-time gig. That was pretty much the direction I wanted to go anyway. So I, I stopped going to school. That wasn't, my dad hated that I did that, but I don't have it. But here's the thing, like, yeah. okay, I've been doing, I've been in the industry for almost 20 years. Even, 
even if I had yeah. a degree, it would be fucking obsolete by now. It's twenty. It's twenty years ago. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Come on. Do you do you think those kind of uh, qualifications are going to go away? Yes. I do. So when I apply for jobs uh, internally at my company, there's yeah, you got to have certain. You got to check the boxes on certain things, even though if it doesn't make sense yeah. for that particular job. But that's got to go away at some point, right? We, no one, twenty years from now, no one is going to have a bachelor's degree. Yeah, yeah, I, um, I, I, I see that now. Actually, I see a lot of jobs I apply for will mm-hmm. say they want a bachelor's degree or a combination of experience mm-hmm. and education. Um, but a yeah. lot of it now is yeah. strictly. Like it's funny. I've, I've been, I, uh, I've been getting a little help in my resume. Um, I was, I applied for mm-hmm. a job through a certain company and they use a, like a fulfillment company, I guess. And, and as part of my application process, like, Oh, we'll give you a free review of your resume, which is really cool. So I'm kind of updating mm-hmm. and doing some things. And, and they were like, they said, uh, you should, re- I should remove my education section. Um, because, uh, one, they said, yeah. if you have 20 years experience, like they're not going to, they, they shouldn't care about where you went to school 20 years ago. You didn't, you've been in the business for 20 years. Like you, you obviously have this experience to, to fall back on. Uh, they said, but too, it, it shows mm-hmm. your age. Like it, it, it uh, ages you, and sometimes that could hurt you. And yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. That's like, I wonder if because I'm, I'm in my 40s, I, th- I think that hurts me. I think because I'm not like a young grad student, I think I, I'm, that's hurting me, man. I think it does too, yeah. Um, I've thought about that a lot too on like my resume is should I remove years? So for example, like, um, you know, yeah. I was in the military for a while, uh, but so – if I have on there the year I joined the military, that kind of shows about how old I was, right? Because mm-hmm. you got to be 18 to join the military or 17 with a parental signature. But anyways, so they at least know I was 18 at that point, um, which I actually joined when I was, what, 20, I think, or 20, 21, I guess. Um, so, yeah, it's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. One, should companies care about the age? Two, uh, should you remove dates from your resume? I, I don't know, man. They, I don't know the right they, question to that. They should, this company suggested I remove the dates because they're like, well, they, they said it. Yeah. Uh, okay. it um, well, I, I education section altogether. Because um, I, I, I did yeah, yeah. the schools I went to, I, did, I just don't clarify like my, my degree. But I, I, say, right, I, right. I did go here for uh-huh. a year and here for a year. Um, but I did have the dates on there, at least the template I was using. And they said, nah, they said they, they, you could get, uh, there could be, uh, what do they call it, ageism. Huh. I'm like I, I effing know Ages that's hurting me. I, I know it is. I, I, I know the fact of it. Yeah. Um, so try it out. Uh, you, you know what you should do is whatever your most current job that you applied for and got turned down, without a call or an email, you should go back, see if that job is still available online, and remove dates from your resume and reapply. And just I test am. It out yeah, I'm gonna, there's a couple of jobs I applied for where I'm yeah, going to okay. do that. I'm getting I'm doing my whole resume. Um, and uh, tighten up a little bit, and uh, I'm going to reply to see uh, see, uh-huh. I get, to see what happens. But um, then another thing, real quick, yeah. one last thing on this: what's if any recruiters are listening right now? It's frustrating also for candidates. <laughs> not only do we get ghosted half the time, when but but it's frustrating. We have I know recruiters are supposed to be, you know, courteous and 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 you know, uh, high energy that kind of thing. But it's I've had a number of recruiter interviews, and they they just talk me up, and they're like, man, they're like, wow, you. You would fit into this role really, really well. Like they talk you up, and I'm like, "Oh, sweet, this is awesome." And then nothing. And so it's like, hey, mm-hmm. like, maybe they need to be more like balanced. <laughs> like it's tough when you get when you especially like, like me. Right. I'm, like it's been a few months. Like okay, I need to get something get going here. It's going on, and then uh, 
to get that and then yep. hear uh, that, you know, to, to not hear back or anything like um, that's, that's really, uh, it's really <laughs> frustrating, man. Like, God damn. Plus like recruiters, recruiters shouldn't be giving their opinions like that. Right. They should just be, you know, giving objective uh, information to you. Like, okay, yeah, you meet the minimum qualifications. We're going to move you on. Like, I don't think they should be given uh, opinion based I, I information tell, or advice. I, I, I can know. tell I you back in my back in the day when I was a, when I was a manager who did hire people for a previous job I had. Um, that's how my HR team. Uh, that's how they asked me to to um, reply to people. You know, I did be very, you know, yeah. just very kind of to the point. You know, you, you can't be talking people up or anything yeah. because it could come back and uh, can can hurt. I guess. But yeah, I've had a couple. Yeah. You know. Um, one in particular where I was, where she was just like really selling me about how and it was, and it was, it wasn't this last time. It was, mm-hmm. it was about a month ago. It was a job I really, really wanted. And, um, and then nothing. Mm-hmm. And then I saw, um, the job was filled because, um, someone that I'm friends with, uh, like, liked a post from the person that got this job. And I was like, Oh, that's the job I fucking applied for. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and so I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I even asked her, Hey, just checking in. Oh, I'm, I'll check off. I'll, I'll get back to you. I'll check again with the hiring manager. Like nothing. So I'm like, okay, well, don't tell me how perfect I am, and then so, don't then disappear. Like, come on. Okay, so I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna let's stay on this topic for a minute, and this is gonna be kind of controversial, maybe, um, for where I work. But so I get an email. What is today, Monday? I get an email Thursday, I think, uh, from a colleague at work, and it's not just to me; it's to a, a small group of people, and it's for a, a job opening that is coming up. Okay. So this job is going to open up on Wednesday or Thursday of this week. And the, the colleague who sent this email out, uh, sent it to people who thought would be good for this job or who might be interested in at least applying for this job. And you don't have to answer this, Josh. If you oh, want, like but, uh, I just want to bring it up. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I open the email and, and the job is like a job I would legitimately want legitimately cool. want at this company. Uh, so I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll watch for when this job uh, comes out this week. But then I go through the email. It's kind of like a chain. So it's sent through a few people. And then the guy who ultimately sent it to us, um, you know, didn't uh-huh. delete the rest of the chain. Okay. I, I, not, I, I, not in a bad way. Not a, <laughs> it's not a, not, not a shot at him, but me, you know, you know oh, me. I'm, I'm gonna 100%. scroll. I'm gonna scroll through this email chain, uh, and the original email, the origin email, was from an exec. I'm not gonna, you know, say any names <laughs> or departments. The original email stated something along the lines. I wish I had it in front of me so I could <laughs> quote it verbatim. But something along the lines of, if you know, uh a diverse set of people who are interested in this job, please share it with them. So, so my question, keyword diverse, should I even bother applying for this job? It's a job I think that I'm probably qualified for and that I would really actually like to have. Uh, But the fact that that executive, that high level executive used that key term diverse uh, in the email saying they're going to look for diverse candidates for this specifically. Should I even bother? Should I even bother well, applying they, for this job? I'm a white guy. I'm they, a white guy. They, they, they could have been talking about diverse uh, skill sets. 
you know, like they, maybe someone is good yeah, at finance yeah. and someone that's uh-huh. good at marketing and someone that's good at uh, whatever like that. That, that could that, that could be diverse, uh-huh. diversity and in, in skill sets. Mm-hmm. You know, that 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 could mm-hmm. be it. Could have been. Um, could have been. But my, yeah. I think, so should I apply I for the should, job? Yes. Yeah, I I just found it interesting, and I I, I'm curious to see uh, going forward how much of that is involved. And and there's nothing wrong with it. I I just I don't I'm not going to waste my or recruiters' times um, applying if I'm not even going to be considered. um, Here's a here's a thought I brought up yesterday. I think to to Natalie we were talking about this is uh, military. Uh, folks are what one percent of the population. Um, that's pretty diverse. I think that's the lowest percentage of any uh, category Probably. that you can get. I don't know how much lower that's than pretty, one one yeah. percent you can get. So, um, so I does that so. count? I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know. We don't have to. Let's let's <laughs> let's jump off this subject. But I just found it interesting that that was uh, highlighted in this kind of high level uh, job search. You should definitely. So, but, anyways, I mean, if you think that you're the best person for the job. You should do it. I mean, like, that's 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 my 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 opinion on yeah. everything. And I know this is a super sensitive subject. Like, like I said before, like we've even talked about this before. Like, the there's been controversy where you see like, oh, people are upset because this baseball team hired a woman to be to be their yeah, uh, yeah. their whatever their pitching whatever it is. And my thing is yeah. like, okay, well, yeah, yeah. she's the best at what she does. I mean, is she a badass? Is she like, is she a mastermind? Right. You know, like. And then yeah, then, then, then you know, same. Then there was a thing it. last year with the was a football, a female football coach. If I recall correctly, and the people were upset. Uh-huh. I'm like, dude, she's awesome. She does like the Gators. We'll take it. Put her on the Gators. On yeah. the Gators coaching squad. Like, I, I don't. Absolutely. Like, we want the best. Like, who are, and the, the best can come from. And I think that's just, which is that's just cool about America. And you know, if we're talking about diversity, the best can come from anywhere, man. Like, you can the best can be any sure. uh, any uh, you know any race, you black, white, male, female, gay, straight, whatever. Like you know, pray to whatever mm-hmm. God you want to, but if you're the best at your craft, like I, that's I want to yeah. surround myself with who, who's the best. Like you know, and if that's you know, and I don't think uh, there's anything, but I think that, that comes from many different uh, backgrounds. You know, so I got you should try yourself with. Yeah. So I, I don't. I, just no, I agree. Don't want to go down the rabbit hole and people get upset. Think you're think you're t- people think you're twisting sure, words. Sure, people sure. say things like, "Nah, man." I mean, yeah, it's fun. So what yeah. like I just no, like no. I just said, I would take a female coach in the Gators. Any day of the week, if she was the best at her skill set, like bring her on. I want. I, I that's fine with me. Yeah. I don't care. It's, it's cool. Like I doesn't. I, the fact that she's a woman makes no Absolutely. difference. Absolutely. So um, that's why I say, if you yeah. believe that you're the best of uh, 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 candidates of the candidate pool, hell yeah, go for it, man. Take it. There you go. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep excited. you guys updated on this. Oh, by the way, quick side. Oh, this is cool. So I'm sitting on my back deck. There's a Black Hawk helicopter flying. I don't know if you guys can uh, hear it. Just flying over uh, real slow, not far nice. from here. Anyways, side note, kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. I, I know I, I, I think I, I sidetracked us talking about this, this furlough of job situation. We were, we were still on your book before I did that. Did you have uh, any any comments no. on the book, Any anything uh, – uh, on the book you want to talk about before we move on. I know we've, it's been cool. We've, you've been doing some Amazon ads and even you've been selling a few books, mm-hmm. uh, you know, here and there. So it's going really well. So uh, any, any, uh, any, any of the thing you want to add to that topic? Uh, not, not a lot, but yeah, I appreciate you bringing it up. It's going good. Um, you know, I'm not out here trying to sell a million Yet. books. Uh, that would be nice by the way. Yet. Uh, 
but it's, it's cool. Like I, I've heard um, percentages out there, like X percentage of authors don't sell X amount of books. Um, and I've already sold over that X amount of books, which is cool, kind of cool. Um, so it's going good. It's, it's fun uh, toying around with some of the advertisements, Facebook, Amazon. Uh, it's fun, man. I'm proud, proud of the work that's out there. Uh, and I know probably some of the listeners have bought this book. I, I, my one ask will be if you have bought the book and you actually review. do read it, yes, uh, please review on Amazon. Give, go on there, review. Um, so no, it's going good. It's fun. I got a stack of them in my office now. Can't wait to give them out to, to folks and whatnot. Um, like I said, I'm proud of it, but here's the thing is I'm ready to start, start the next project. So I'm waiting for, uh, the little baby boy to get on more of a schedule. And when he does, I will too. And I'll start writing kind of the next project. So Josh, maybe yep. you and I can talk offline about some ideas I have for the next project, but, um, it's, you know, I wrote, like you mentioned earlier, uh, I wrote this book for a year straight and, you know, editing and all that for another year basically. But, uh, and I haven't been writing very much since this book got published um, so I'm ready to start again. I, I kind of missed yeah, the, the writing process and what it does to my mindset and my brain. So I'm ready for the next thing, but maybe we'll discuss some of my, uh, options or, or ideas offline, but yeah, it's going good, man. I love it. It's cool. that uh, It's every day, man. I, this sounds, uh, cheesy maybe, or, or lame, but every day I click on my, uh, Amazon link to my book page just yeah. to, you know see if i got any more reviews or whatever but also maybe a little bit just to see that i got a oh, book on absolutely. amazon it's, pretty it's, cool it's definitely I like it. it's a huge it's accomplishment fun. and uh for those that don't know um you uh, were very uh very cool with me let me kind of join the fold uh we we, we formed a conference of media yeah. llc that's our publishing uh company and so right. um i just wanted to reiterate um the importance if you get the book it'll help uh It'll help us out as a, a publishing team of sorts as we lift this thing off the ground. Um, mm -hmm. Please leave your reviews. Please go review. I know you sold a lot of books. A lot of you, a lot of you people with those books haven't left a review yet. So please take one, take one minute and give us a badass <laughs> review. It. Please, please, please. Um, very, very important to be a huge help yeah. for us. And uh, plus, you know, like I said, once we get this rolling, it'll allow you time. Um, hopefully, yeah. I can work on selling this book, and you can work on writing the, the next one. Which that and, and a, this is in my perfect world. That's or, what I love. Like, let yeah. me handle the marketing. I'll, I'll get this. I'll keep the book going once we get rolling, and then uh, you can work on the next project, man. You can get rolling. Plus, I know you're you're a writer. I mean, let's face. I mean, you're a published author. Now mm -hmm. you're a writer. You you you've, you've sold books. Like you're <laughs> you're an author. Like you're a writer. Um, I'm you're yeah. probably dying to fucking write yeah. again, right? I mean, you probably yeah. So I bet you're I'm writing. Write. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dying to write. Uh, I'm ready to go. So yeah. And if the if you guys think the book sucks, write a crappy review too. Maybe it can improve my uh, skill going forward because I'm a. Let's face it, I'm a, uh, somewhat of a rookie. But but I think I think, I think it's I got pretty, is pretty good, good So check it so, out. All right, there we go. Um, yeah. All right, uh, we're at about the 43 minute mark. There's a few couple of things I want to bring up with you. If that's that's cool. I know we originally talked about. Right. God, maybe I'll do a do a hot take Houston. Um, you know, episode, and I was like, I don't know if I, you know, maybe we haven't had, we haven't talked in a couple weeks. I'm like, ah, we'll just catch up and record a, record yeah. us catching up would be really fun. Um, a couple of things that are that are trending right now, uh, a couple of things in the news that I want to bring up to you. Um, no, one uh -oh. of them is, uh, and this is really interesting. Um, and I got to give a shout out to uh, to Joe Rogan. I've been trying to get uh, get back into shape, 
I know we talk we talk about Joe Rogan all the time. Mm-hmm. I've been doing these uh, morning bike rides, listening to the podcast. Yeah. And, uh, it's I, was, I tweeted this morning actually. I've been listening to the nice. the Ron White um, uh, podcast he did last week. I I love <laughs> Ron White. He's one of my favorite comedians. Um, when I worked at the, yeah. one of my previous venues, I worked at he he came a couple of times, and so I got to work with him a little bit. And uh, him and his team are fantastic, and uh, uh, he's just hilarious. Um, and uh, but they're talking a lot about they have this whole, this whole section I'm on now. So they're talking about how much California is, uh, sucks and how everyone's moving to Texas. Yeah. And it's, it's like, man, that's making uh-huh. me like, I kind of want to go to Texas. I think, man. <laughs> <laughs> Texas is great. So I've been here what a little over five years, uh, five and a half years at this point. Man, like you know me, I love Florida. I'm a native Floridian, which is kind of rare. Um, getting less rare at this point. I love Florida so much, but, um, man, Texas is where it's at. This place is great. The people mm-hmm. are amazing. Economy is great. Uh, there's all kind of outdoorsy stuff to do. The weather's good. Hey, it gets hot in the summer. Texas, man, it's where it's at. I, I kind of hope he stops <laughs> talking it up. Um, so I'm about a, where he lives. I'm about an hour south of there. Uh, so I'm hoping he stops talking it up because I don't want this population to start growing between uh, me that's, and that's, where he's at. So um, te- Texas is great, but there's plenty of room. Don't move to Austin, people. Don't move to San Antonio. Move on the outskirts. Let's go. Texas. Yeah, it's, it's funny. He actually thing. mentions that a lot in the uh, in the podcast. They said the people are giving him shit because uh, mm-hmm. because, because he's bringing so much to me. All I'm trying to get everyone to come out there. And they're like, no, we like the way it is. Don't bring, don't bring all these California hippies out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, Texas is a different place. I it's So I'm, I'm reading a book right now that has a lot to do with Texas, but the, the difference in this state versus uh, most other states that I've been to is, is amazing, man. The, t- the Texans really feel like they're in their own place. And in, in, at one point in time, you know, they were it was an independent country. Uh, it's, it's great, man. I, if you guys want to move out of wherever you're currently living, I suggest Texas. I hope you don't do it because it's already pretty populated, but, and it's a great, great spot. And well, he mentioned he talks obviously a lot about all the barbecue, which is you know, obviously un, unrivaled there. Huh. Well, I mean, okay, and not to diss all the other, yeah. you know, Kansas City or anything. Else. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, man, come on, that's uh, uh, I mean, Austin's pretty, yeah, pretty legit. Yeah. Um, but uh, he had mentioned that he yeah, wants to sure. like build, build a ranch out there. So he's like talking to like you know local officials or whoever he's got to talk to. He's like, can I shoot guns out here? Like, yeah, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. I of course, Texas, yeah, of course. All the guns you want. Like, <laughs> of course, it's Texas, dude. I, I love it. I love it out here, man. You know, ultimately, I'll probably end up back in Florida, but man, for the time being, Texas, there you go, good there you spot go. to be. Uh, okay, speaking of uh, the whole, I, I know we bring up Rogan all the time. He's a hero of ours, but we've been fans of this for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Very proud to see how well he's doing, how how big he's gotten, and. Spotify and taking over the whole world and Jesus Christ. But, um, so he's trending today because, uh, on a recent podcast, he, uh, he put out there (laughs) that he would moderate a, uh, debate between uh, a presidential debate between, uh, um, Mm -hmm. Donald Trump and Joe, uh, Joe Biden. I almost said Joe Rogan and Joe Mm -hmm. Biden. And, uh, uh, this morning, (laughs) uh, Trump accepted and I was like, cool, I'll do it. And so I think yeah. I'm telling you, like, I I, I, again, you and I, we talk all the time. We're not, we're not Trump guys. I mean, we're not, we're not anybody right now because no. all, all the candidates that we like, they're no, no longer all, to me, 
all the cool that's exciting right. candidates right. aren't aren't in the race anymore. So it's like, well, now it's it's boring. That's yeah. right. But um, but we can still have fun watching this and enjoy. It. And so I think that was mm-hmm. a really smart move on Donald Trump's part because now like because now Biden has to respond. And so it's like, what's he gonna like? He has like it's gonna be oh. interesting which way he does does he like if he turns it down. You know, Trump's going to be all over him about how scared he is and and, and the Trumpers are going to be all over him. Uh-huh. Like, Biden, I get, and I, uh-huh. I'm like, he kind of has to accept this, right? Like, it was, it's, I, I, think it'd be, I, I think it was a smart I, move by Trump to say, yeah, I'll do it. I think it, I think it was a smart move. I don't think Biden's going to even reply or respond yeah. to it. Uh, he should. Yeah. I think it would be cool. And I've heard a few people bring it up that Rogan should be the, you know, I know a lot of folks out there kind of hating on the, I'm a self-admitted Rogan. Yeah. I love him. Uh, I listen to basically all his podcasts. We talk about him all the time. I think it would be awesome if he was the moderator between the two. And I liked he brought up a a cool point about there being no live crowds. Mm-hmm. I really like that idea because you can't you don't you won't get that you know if that live crowd is sure. slanted in one direction yeah. you won't get that vibe or that feedback. You have to listen yep. and make your own decisions. I really uh, like that. Um, another thing I, I thought was cool, how I saw it was Trump responded to shout out Tim Kennedy, uh, another Austinite, another Texan, one of the baddest MFers that ever lived, that ever walked the face of the earth. He responded to Tim Kennedy's quote because that uh, idea or suggestion came up on the Rogan uh-huh. podcast with Tim Kennedy uh, I think Tim Kennedy asked him if he would host that debate. And of course, Rogan says yes. And then, so I, my, the thing I saw this morning was Trump was retweeting or requoting or whatever you want to call it uh, to Tim Kennedy. So I thought that was cool because I love that guy. Uh, I, I invite him anytime he wants to meet in the middle Bam. between Austin and San Antonio yeah. and have a cold beer. Uh, he's, he's a bad MFer. I love him. So, um, it was cool to see the president of the United States, no matter what you think, you know, again, not Trump guys, but the fact that he quote tweeted something from Tim Kennedy, I thought was really cool. So I would love to see that happen. It's not going to happen. Biden's not going to respond, but that would be an ideal situation. And even if it doesn't happen with Rogan, I think they should make it happen. No live audience, one moderator, not this panel crap that they've been doing face to face candidate to candidate get their ideas get them out there and just let us listen and form our own opinions do you I think, think that's the way to that go. biden's team they have to be nervous by him doing any kind of debate right i mean because you've seen i mean not to be yeah I, I, again i'm not a pro temper i'm not an anti-biden guy you know i actually i saw this thing about joe biden mm-hmm. a few years ago about how he has this, this affinity for ice cream is it i'm like it's like a kind of a cool guy i guess i don't <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, I like ice cream. Get dolls ice cream. Um, and uh, it's just kind of a funny yeah. little piece. I'm like, oh, it means you can make me a cool guy, whatever. Um, but uh, there's there's all these videos out about him, like you know, people talk about his like cognitive um, yeah. situation, like can, you know, um, is he is he stable enough? To, is, does he have? Can he yeah. get the rational? Like there's there's all these videos of him like rambling, and he's and he's not very well spoken. And so um, I was like, man, they got to be. They would be got to be concerned about putting him on stage against Trump, right? I mean, because Trump's going to fire, you know, they, he's gonna spit fire, right? I mean, <laughs> I got to yeah, be a little sure. nervous about that. The 
the COVID situation is terrible, obviously, for the country and for the world. But I think it's probably the best thing that has happened to the Biden candidacy because it gives them there's going to be no debates yeah. at this point. I don't think. I mean, dude, it's what mid-September, uh, early November are yeah. the elections. There's not going to be there's not going to be debates. And I think that's <laughs> the best thing that's going to happen to Biden. Not because like I don't know if he's, you know, declined. At all. I don't know. You know, some of those videos could be cherry picked or whatever. But let's face it, if they get in debates, like yeah. Trump's going to destroy him because he says whatever he wants. He doesn't care. Uh, and Biden's going to be more measured, mm-hmm. you know, more precise. And sometimes that doesn't lead to a good debate. So I think this no debate thing is going to benefit Biden for sure. There's no way. There's no way he's yeah, going to agree to like a road team has got to be like, debate. no, no <laughs> like that's what he's so yeah. nervous of. Some of the no, videos, no, no. Like, just like, again, I'm not trying to pile on Biden, but uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things like I get disappointed because I'm like, man, there, there was some, the, the Democrats, uh, they had some really exciting candidates that, that you and I thought were, were could be really cool. And and sure. now they're, they're, absolutely, they're, you know, they've all been kind of, you know, banished. So it's, it's like, so. Let me let me let me get your opinion on this. And you can say yes or no, or we can get dive into it. So there's a minimum age to be the president of the United States. I think it's thirty five. That was right? closer to forty. That was in the forties. I, I don't I don't remember. Four, okay. okay. Uh, should there be a maximum age? I, it's, I don't think it's. Uh, I mean, we, we're we about talked ages. about ages I, earlier I don't in the podcast. Think... But but do you want to do you want an eighty year old dude or, or I, woman it, as your it, president? I don't, I don't know. It's, like I, it's I, just a I, question. I'm just throwing it out there. When you ask that question, it's like I I don't know if how much it yeah. benefits to you know I, I what, what I would prefer to uh, here's the best way to answer this question because I mean obviously again we get back to like who's most qualified you know is there is a seventy five year old man mm-hmm. gonna do or woman whoever is they gonna are they gonna do the best job like yeah. I, I just it would be great to see someone. You know, have you know, young with some some fresh new ideas. Um, you know, that's what everyone loves mm-hmm. about Barack Obama. Everyone loved, you know, young guy, fresh ideas. Sure. You know, people, you know, people rallied around him. Like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I think we had some uh, some electric candidates. You know, obviously, I, I really like Tulsi Gabbard. I liked her a lot. Yeah, I, I think she would have been really good. Yeah. Um, I, I I always said Mayor Pete was my was my uh, my dark horse. I, I liked him Pete, as well. Yeah. And he's and, and yeah. here's the thing: I didn't agree. This whole like left and right thing, like I'm, I didn't agree. I don't agree with every single thing that they say, but like, I think having having sure. a, someone young and inci- exciting in there will make. Uh, and I'm not saying that someone old doesn't, but I feel like someone young would would be more open to discussions and and things, and, and maybe have some some fresh new ideas. And, and I don't know. I just I just feel like it's. Uh, I don't know. It's, I, I feel like no matter what happens, it's going to be same old, same old for the next four years. Who's going to win? I'm not going to put you on the spot. You can you can turn this into a conversation if you want. Who's going to win pres- the presidency in 2024? So I know like we're down to two now for 2020. Uh, so it's a you know Biden Trump. Who's going to win in 2024? <laughs> Man, do you, do you think it's going to be one of these younger folks? I, I think it's I think it's going to be. Yeah, right? it's going because I, I don't know who it would be if it's not Yang the Yang Gang dude. I gotta tell you, okay. I, I think I, I it would not shock me if, if Trump wins the election at this point. Um, I, I actually believe that all oh. this unrest and all these riots and stuff, I, I think they they hurt the the left side. I, I think it's a, um, yeah. 
I, I don't know what the answer is. I mean, that's why I'm not in politics, but um, I don't know. I, I just, I just don't, sure. I don't know, man. I, I, I have a, a feeling. And again, either, I'm not either way. I'm, I, you know, I don't, I'm not for either guy, but uh, I think people are, it's, it's, who knows what's going to happen if he, he wins again, is it going to get ugly? If people going to keep rioting, is it going to be all these protests and craziness? I don't know. Man. Should 2024 be an Eagle? It may just have to be. Ticket. I mean, by that time, conference <laughs> media will have blown up. You know, that's right. We don't. Yeah, we'll exactly. sell it off. We don't so need we'll it be anymore, ready for you know? our next venture. You've always said yeah. you want to be the. Uh, you want to be a politician. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Yeah. Well, I, eh, I agreed. I want to make uh, decisions and changes. I don't want to consider myself a politician. So. If that matters, if that matters. Yeah, it's fine. That's something else that uh, I know. I'll ask back to Rogan. Something else Rogan and Ron White were talking about. They're they're talking about. Uh, someone got talking about the uh, politicians, and they were and it was basically oh talking. Mm-hmm. They, they were um, getting a bunch of shit to uh, Nancy Pelosi because she had a uh, she snuck into a uh, or she went to a, a salon and then she tried uh, to yeah. say they set her up and they're like man like all these politicians like all of them are so full of crap and they're all slimy. And Joe is like, well, that's the only yeah. way you can succeed as a politician. Like, you have to be like, you can't, you can't have a career in politics if you're not slimy. Yeah. And he's like, they're talking about how, you know, like, look at Hillary Clinton, slimy, and, and they're talking about how they're all, uh, you know, a bunch of, you know, a bunch of dirty rats, or whatever. And so, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I, they didn't say dirty, <laughs> dirty rats. Rat. I know. like it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I got. But it. like, I like know, it just the things that they do and say whatever. And so, um, I don't know. It's just. Uh, it would be cool to have somebody, someone honest in yeah. there that could, you know, tell people how it is and people can, can believe in like people like tell someone that people can rally around. Like, I, I don't know if people, you know, can rally so, around either of these guys. I and mean, we're so split right now. Like, no, you know, no, 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 no. So I think my, um, not thought, but hope is that all these protests, even though they're not related to like politics and whatnot, al- although they kind of are, uh, all the anti-Trump stuff going on. My hope is all this at some point in the next five to 10 years leads to uh, getting rid of some of these politicians. So like right now that every, you know, everybody's protesting against police and whatnot. I think we should be maybe, I don't want to say protesting, but at least pushing back on these politicians. And I, that's, that's my hope going forward is that, some of the things that we'd learn from 2020 mm-hmm. and probably 2021 and 2022 is that we look deeper and think deeper into who we're electing in office and maybe fight back against that a little bit. I think that's, I think it will happen. And that's kind of my hope. I don't know if that sounds lame. Oh yeah. I mean, that could be, that thought. could be something you know, positive to come of all this where it's, it's more, we have more, um, yeah. you know, Jocko, twenty twenty four. Let's you know, go. Let's have a, a maybe kind of like a, a revolution in the state of politics, and that's. I, I, I've always said. I, I've, I've yeah. always thought that. Uh, I mean, we talked before that, that we think that's why Trump is so popular. We don't. I don't believe that every person that voted for Trump yeah. like loves things he does or loves his the shit he puts on Twitter or his actions <laughs> or whatever. Um, but I think he's like the the anti politician politician. Like I think that's why that's part of his appeal. Is that he's yeah. he's so anti you know he's just not he's, he's not that um well to, a, to an extent like he isn't that's his perception right. his his you know persona is supposedly you know he's he's like the anti-candidate candidate and so i think uh, that makes him appealing to some people well, who are just like so tired of of you know some of the, you know just the yeah. agree now I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this wrong i think it was like thomas thomas jefferson said something along the lines of we need a revolution in 20 years 
Um, and I don't think he was talking about like an armed revolution, but just a, a, a redo our people in power, like a refocus. And I, I think he was right. I, it's, I might be wrong about well, who he said that, but I, I'm pretty sure. Um, we don't do that no. very often though, right now, you know, we need to, we need to refresh, uh, well, Washington, DC uh, at this I point. Come back <laughs> I swear we listen to more than Joe Rogan. I, I, we really do. There's more, but, uh, on Joe's uh, last comedy, but <laughs> God, everyone listens to this podcast. I think we're a couple of homers for, for Joe. I, I, I know. Him. Yeah, I, probably. He's yeah. great. Well, you, I mean, but I kind of am. He's, he, good. He, has, yeah, he's good. He made a great point on his, uh, uh, his last dance special, um, I think it was the last one he had on, on Netflix, and, and he says uh, he's like, man, he's like, if you could take the 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 and any of the, the founders of the Constitution, if you could bring any of those guys back, like time travel to now, you know, the, the first thing they'd say they'd mm. like, you guys wrote a new set of rules, right? Like they'd like you, they're like you didn't, you yeah. didn't change, you didn't <laughs> yeah. change that shit. And he and he was like, he's like, we, we wrote that with by candlelight with a feather. It was like, come on, man, like. Like you guys, you guys didn't change. Did that shit? I mean, what are you like? And he's hundred percent correct. He's that's like, that's, that's, like you, you're still using the same shit we yeah. did hundreds of years ago. Like, come on, man. And so, uh, I just think we need we need new people, man. We need some fresh yeah. blood in there. No matter what side of the aisle you're on, we need we need something new. It's obviously not working right now. So I'm interested to see. 2020 is a wash at this point. 2024 is going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah we'll this see. could uh, we'll you know, maybe this could all lead to. You know, every it just feel like right now everything's like we're moving up to like a boiling point where everything is, you know there's so much frustration yeah. and with with COVID and then all these these riots and anti police stuff and everything is everyone everything's just going crazy right now and uh, that that could mm-hmm. be a tipping point to where maybe um, the tips in the like you know like a more favorable light where we have some 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 honest politicians some people that some honest, you know, people in charge of making rules and policy that really care about the, you know, I mean, think about it. here's a great example. I mean, you know, again, I'm, I don't know the ins and outs of, of every, you know, uh, political, you know, happening or whatever, but like uh, me, it's, I, I've benefited very much. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't worked in three months. And so um, the uh, mm-hmm. getting, uh, you know, federal aid has been very helpful, you know, for, for me, luckily my wife is still working. I have money saved, put aside, like we're, we're in a okay spot, but it has been nice getting some money come in. Um, there, there are people that mm-hmm. don't have it as lucky that um, are, are really counting on that federal aid. And so supposedly, right, there's all this, this money still like in federal aid. But, you know, but between the, the left and the right, they can't like, agree on how to disperse it to those that need it. Yeah. And so, so while they're, you know, just, you, you know, having tug of war with politics, or whatever, like the folks that, that really need it are the one you know, are stuck, you know, yeah. In, in the middle and like that getting gay they need like in helping you like it doesn't like no one's looking out no one's really looking out for for these guys you know like you know I mean, am i wrong i mean yeah no there's there's got to be folks on both sides which which first of all the fact that there's two oh, really? sides is stupid but the, the we, someone on on each side or hopefully multiple people need to step up and say all right let's meet in the middle somewhere and i i know that's the theoretical uh, goal of you know the house of representatives and senate but it's not happening even some of the people that i really respect i'm not going to name names uh aren't doing that they're calling out yeah, the other yeah. side they're, you know they're they're playing these games and i don't it it makes me lose a little bit of that respect because i don't think that's the should uh, that's not should not be the goal and it's not helpful to 
uh, our country, we, we need people to step up and say, I'm willing to give up some of my stuff if you're willing to give up your, some of your stuff, but let's, let's make the whole thing better at some point. And that, that's not happening right now. And maybe that's just a myth through social media, but I'm not seeing it. Uh, and it's sad, man, but I, there's, there's someone out there who's gonna, who's gonna pick up, you know, pick up the, uh, the weight and, and, and do it for themselves, I think. And I think it's going to happen before 2024. No, I so. totally agree. I think you said exactly what I was trying, but I'm, I'm agreeing with, uh, I know there's a lot of back and forth about how to, you know, what kind of aid to give to folks that are in need, small businesses yeah. and everything else. Um, and, and you know, there's so much, all this back and forth about, well, you know, they're finger pointing and they can't come to, like the, the number one, they should be like, okay, how can we get money that's needed now? Like, it's, it's, and, and that's, I mean, come on, yeah. man, that's not, you know, and again, I, I know, I know some people listening it's are going to be like, um, you know, there's probably all kinds of points I'm missing or whatever, but I'm like, I, I'm, I'm not a, not a politician and I'm not sure, sure, pretend sure. to like know everything, but like, um, it's, uh, it's frustrating when we know that, that there's, there's all this stalling well, on, on continued aid. Cause like, let's say, what if I continue to have, you know, I'm, I'm okay for a little while, but, but you know, I, I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I may not be after quite some time. Like, you know, so getting, getting, getting the help yeah. is, is extremely but, helpful, especially because I, I was furloughed for something that was completely out of my, they shut my industry down. And so I, you know, I don't, I have, you know, it's out of my control. Right. And so it's, um, to, to know that there's this, this continuous, you know, battle with, you know, between Democrats and Republicans about how to handle things. And like, it, it's, I don't, yeah. I don't think that people's best interest is top of mind. It's not, you know, that, that for them, it's just all about, you know, being right and being on top and getting, getting their way, you know, it's, and there's no compromise. And it's, it's very disappointing. It is. And that, and that's the problem, right? Is they should be focused on the things you just mentioned, not how it impacts their party or their maybe two year from now reelection campaign. And I don't have the answer. Something needs to change though. I think we all can agree with that. Uh, and I think that's going to happen. Soon. I hope so. I hope so. Well, my homie, it's we're at about the sixty-five minute mark. I had a couple of things I wanted to hit up, but I, I gotta I gotta wrap it up. I think um, got a couple of things to take right. care of here before I get the uh, the kiddos from school. Um, so I think I'm gonna go ahead and uh, wrap this up. Unless is there anything else uh, anything else you want to hit on real quick before we uh, call it a day? No, no, I'm good. We're uh, produce so through comprehensive media. We're producing this yes. uh, kind of daily newsletter. Um, so we're putting out five interesting things every morning or so far every morning. We'll see how long we can, uh, make that last. So make sure you go check that out. Just hit us up on Twitter at comp media, LLC, C O M P media, LLC, and we'll tweet or retweet those posts every day. But, um, uh, we're trying to share some interesting topics outside the kind of the mainstream news. And I think you guys will appreciate yeah, that. So go check that on top of that, um, first off, it's, I think you mentioned already, it's free. So I have, these are stories that are hand, they're handpicked yeah. by Houston. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, no, that's great because <laughs> this is not, we, 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 you and I just went on this rant about how much we hate politics right now. And uh, th- these are stories that kind of escape from all that. These are interesting stories, fun, fun stories, yes, stories yes, that you yes. should know. Um, yeah, it's, it's good stuff in the news you know, it's, it's get a, don't get escape from the mainstream BS you're listening to or, or, or watching or reading or whatever, and, uh, get yourself a, a fix of some, some really interesting stuff. Some of the stuff that you're not going to find on the front page, uh, you know, 
yeah, you, you do a little digging mm-hmm. and you find some some interesting, uh, some good tidbits in there and stuff that uh, make you make you learn something, you know. Yeah, and I want some. Uh, we want some kind of feedback or conversation. So I think we post five really yeah. good things every day. So leave, leave some comments, respond, like whatever you want. Uh, respond to us on Twitter because I want to have some conversation around these things because some of them are, uh, you know, questionable decisions or just interesting facts. I would love to have some conversation around those things. So go uh, hit us up on Twitter there. Subscribe if you want. You don't have to, but five interesting things. That's right. And also morning. make sure to check out HoustonBailey.com. That's where you can learn all about uh, your book. Uh, links to where you get a copy of the book on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Definitely check that out. Again, looking at 40, a most meaningful year available now. Please go check that out. Um, as far as uh, this particular podcast, if you have not yet, please give us a, make sure you subscribe, give us a review, wherever you get your podcast from, make sure you like, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Give us, give us some props, give us some love. And uh, yeah, man, just, uh, just go, go have a good day. Don't be a jerk. Like that's, that's that's it that's That's right don't be a jerk that's it life is easy hey be interested be interesting right key to life man that's that's why back to rogan real quick his podcast is so damn good because he's even admitted himself that he's like i don't think i'm some great interviewer i just i just have interesting people on my podcast and that's all it is he just and so you know that's all it takes that's just like you said you nailed it be interested be interesting houston final words Uh, no, thanks for talking. I'm glad we went yeah, for stuff. over an hour. This is fun. Uh, I'm glad to get back in the mix. It's been a while. So we got some interesting things coming up. So Until next high. time, my friends. We'll see you. Three, two, one, out.